hello. This is r this is r slash malicious compliance, and this is the game from a you reads Reddit. Small room seed this morning. I live in an apartment above another apartment since we first moved in. We we regularly got noise complaints from our neighbour below saying that the son of my son the noise of my son four was jumping off furniture and is driving them crazy. He is not jumping off furniture. He's tripping and dropping his toys because he's four. And he's clumsy. But we apologised and encouraged him to be more careful. The complaints kept on coming in regardless. So we bought thick foam mats that covered half of our floor to deaden the noise. These are, they were ugly and I hate them. But we have good neighbours. The complaints stopped. We didn't hear anything for months until this morning. This morning I was dressing my son for school. He had gotten new runners that light up, so obviously the first thing he did was stamp his feet and to activate the lights. He happened to be standing on the half of the floor that was not that was not covered in foam. I also I also accidentally knocked off a sleeping brush on the bare floor too as I rushed out the door. When we got downstairs, the neighbour leaned out the window yelling about how the noise woke her up and how ridiculous we, that were so loud, etc. I apologised and explained that, and explained about the shoes, but she caught me off and said it didn't matter and that we were being too inconsiderate. I started to get annoyed, but explained my efforts and she cut me off again and she snapped, obviously they're not working. So I said, okay, if they're not working, then I can, then, then we can't, then, then we can stop putting in effort. Thanks. And left, when I came back, I, taught, I took up all the foam mats and put them in the attic. Screw her. When she comes knocking, when she comes knocking to complain again, I'll tell her to invest in earplugs. Kind of funny. Disclaimer, on mobile, some disclaimers are, they are on mobile, their English isn't their first language, and if you want to share it anyway, drop a link. Okay. A bit of background, I own and operate a barbecue and grill restaurant. We run a special promotion for the Euros. We have a promotion for a one kilo of skewers, pork or chicken for £6.50, I think that is. This happened on a Sunday night. A group of a group came to watch the match between Portugal and Belgium. One of them is a guy known to most of the restaurant. Let's call him Dick. Dick has a has a tendency to complain about the food and to get freebies, either something extra or a whole order. 
they place the order about 20 minutes before they were served. A few minutes later, the head server come, the head server Mary comes inside, furious, and sits down, and sits down, sits down. Are uh, only permitted on the page during the pandemic. Mary says, "Just, Mary says, give me the scales." Me, slightly confused, I was sweating over the grill. Since we had lots of orders, what for? Just Mary replies, "Give me the scales." So, I so I give them to give her the electronic scales. She grabs, she grabs an empty plate and heads outside. I follow her because I knew, I knew, I know that something's up. She goes to the group that. That includes Dick. Puts the scales on the table and proclaims, "Let's weigh them." You see, Dick had ordered the promotion, and then said that the order was missing almost half of it, and demanded that demanded for four more skewers to to make it correct. His words. Now, in any other place, he would he would he would be probably right. Most of the skewers are already made and, and, and weigh between 100 and, and uh, to 120 grams, which is which which means a kilo is usually 10 skewers. But we can prepare our skewers in the house are much and are much bigger, between 180 to 220 grams, which is written on the menu. So our kilo is about six of them. So basically, Dick demanded another kilo of meat for free. Dick, sm- Dick smugly, yeah, let's weigh them. Let then, then, and, and then you can them, and then you can bring me what bring me what you still owe me. Mary grabs a skewer and a fork and starts removing pieces of meat and placing them on the scales. Initially, Dick had a very smug f- smile, but it starts to turn into a frown when when three skewers. Are emptied onto the scale, which shows more than half of a kilo of meat, about five hundred grams. Finally, with a, with a second piece from the fifth skewer, the scales show to just above a kilo. Mary holding the remaining skewer skewers and smile and smiley and, and smiley smugly, smiling smugly. It seems you were right about the order not being correct. We put, we put more. I'll take those. Waving the skewers in her hand. Back to the kitchen. Enjoy your food. Take us back to the kitchen. Waving, well, waving the skewers in her hand. Enjoy your food. Mary rarely returned smiling and put the skewers aside while Dick ate his meat. Silently, silently. And his and the rest of his group smirking. I used to I used to work at Tech Support, which was a very niche program used by a few school districts in this in a few states, given to the most importance and privacy. We're given. Um, 
privacy that we get privacy of our software. We had list each each school. We had a list of each school district, along with full list of everyone we were allowed to speak to. If I couldn't identify a caller on the list, I could assist them, and and would need to pause and to start an effort between the department and their school to rectify the info. Ninety nine point nine percent of the callers knew the process and would patiently identify their school and themselves and and then wait for us to clear them before proceeding. One one day I received a call from a woman that that I couldn't identify on the list that their their district had a huge list. I was getting hits for, for her first name. Um I let I let her know this while I continued to look. What do you mean you can't find my name? I should be on there. Sorry, ma'am. I'm double-checking as we speak. If you can't find my name, then I won't help you. Then I won't help you. I don't want your help. This wasn't really a threat to me as as every call... Got, every call we got usually involved looking into a deep regulation while, while still hitting daily calls and answered metric maintaining a low average talk time and knowing that, that the wrong answer could get the school district sued and by extension our office. This, this lady didn't realize it, but I, I, but given I already answered the, the the call. Her hanging up would be the nicest thing that she could do. I told her the truth. After looking, I still couldn't find her. She got angry and hung up. I kicked back and enjoyed it the two, two minutes before my next call. A blog. A blog. Um. She called a few weeks later. I placed her on hold and asked a co-worker. Turns out she, there, was a, there was a bug in data entry where a name in the system started with a comma, so totally screwed up, searching and sorting. Nobody could report it or fix it. She audibly, she audibly happy, she, she was audibly happy when I found her name in the system. This time, when I went to look her, when I went... When and we went to a totally normal call. In retrospect, I I can understand that it could be upsetting. It it if you expect this kind of personal personalized service, but are, are the only one. Uh, but are the only one who the company doesn't know. If I if I if I knew then what I knew what I know now. I would have created a ticket to be to, to fix it, but I was a fresh tech and didn't know, and I didn't want to risk making um depart making other departments cranky by giving them less than necessary work. I I left that job a few months later. I couldn't take the anxiety of answering answering grey legal questions. In a high risk, high pressure environment, for extremely low pay, I I now understand somewhere much better for my mental health while making more money.
that was r slash malicious compliance if you if you like the if you like the video please comment like and subscribe and i'll see